Welcome to the Caffeinated Bantercast, a podcast about video games, related controversies, and other interesting things. Reza Basso, Jennifer, and Cordeth overcome time zone differences to bring you weekly episodes. Have fun with the show. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 51 of the Caffeinated Banter. Joining me this week... It's a little bit of a duo cast. My good friend, Cold Death. It's going to be a party this week. It's going to be a party. I'm excited. And it's only been two episodes since you mentioned something about uh, certain constellations happening more often than not. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? You can't predict it, man. You can't can't predict. You can't always predict uh, how these things work out. Sometimes they don't work out. Can't always be the two goofballs, right? Right, right, right. I don't think I. I think there should be more of the two goofballs, but you can't always have it that way. Um, Only quoting you on that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I have a story for you, CD. Hmm. I do. I have do a. Tell. I have a story for you. So I bought. Uh, I told you guys this a few weeks ago. I bought a uh, pro controller for my Switch, a second one oh. for my living room, and I bought it used, huh. right? And I didn't take care in this department. I tried it out at the store, and it felt fine. But you know how it is. It's like it's like a, it's like a beautiful woman. You don't really know what you get until you get her home. That's usually how it works out with controllers. <laughs> so I get it. I get this controller home. I start using it, and then I notice a problem. Oh. So when I push the stick downward, not like as a button, but like down, like moving downward, mm-hmm. there's a click. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, like there's an active, like you could hear it. It's an active click that happens even before it hits the barrier. Like, you know, the plastic that barrier. Be. Yeah, there's a click. And I started to notice this because it's not, it doesn't just click. It like there's a bump. Like, you know what I mean? Like you push it down so far and you get like a bump. It feels like the controller, okay. it feels like when I do that, the controller actually kind of like is gravitating towards that because the lower I get, the more it feels like it's pulling me to it. And then it clicks and then it goes all the way down. And I'm like, okay, that's a little Does weird. Does the click, uh, is the click act, ha, acting like it's a click with the pe- uh, joystick, or is that just something will, you hear? I will, I will tell you. I will get to that in a little bit because this the story. Okay. Story. So that happens. Uh, that starts happening, and I'm uh-huh. like, okay, that's really fucking weird. It's a little odd, but it didn't bother me enough at first until <laughs> something else happens. So. I um I noticed that if I pull it down, pull the stick down and leave it there and take my finger off of it, it would actually stay stuck. Oh. Yeah, like okay. str- like dead ass stuck there. It'd just be stuck in the down position. Huh. So at that at that point I'm like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did what any reasonable uh consumer would do in this situation. I opened the bitch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I opened I opened the controller up. I took it mm-hmm. apart. I opened it up and I checked it out. I'm like, there must be something stuck in here, right? Like there's gotta be like this uh-huh. this isn't normal. No, the me- the mechanism seems like it's fine. Like there's nothing out of order the mechanism for the controller itself, for the stick itself, seems it looks fine. Okay. I started messing. I took the like the little thumb, the thumbstick pad off. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you, you, that's like a piece you could just pull off, and it has like it's key. Uh-huh. So I take that off. And I start messing with the metallic um, 
stick part with the actual mechanism. And yeah, whenever I pushed it down, it just made this loud grinding click noise. Huh. And then if I held it there, it would just stay there. So mm-hmm. after like 30 minutes of me trying to remember uh, me trying to remember where the screws go to get this thing back together. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Uh, there's a lot. It's not surprisingly. They didn't use any of those special, um, the special, uh, game bit, uh, drivers they usually use. Uh-huh. Nintendo usually uh, uses okay. those. They only just use Phillips. I was really surprised. I yeah. thought they were going to use something like, you know what I mean? Cause usually Nintendo uses some like goofy ass fucking driver bits or some shit or. Yeah. I think, uh, several, uh, manufacturers use those. I think Apple probably does with their products. Yeah, you, you uh, Nintendo has a long Nintendo has a pretty long history uh-huh. of doing that shit, so I was surprised to see it was all just Phillips. So I take the controller back to GameStop. I don't have my receipt. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Oh, well, I can see you bought it." He's like, "So what's wrong uh-huh. with it?" So I'm like, "It makes a clicking noise." I show him the clicking noise. And he's like, "Well, uh-huh. okay, but that doesn't seem to be anything that's like going to affect gameplay." Uh-huh. So then I do the thing. I, I pull the con- I pull the stick down and I le- and it stays stuck that way. And he goes, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, that on the other hand, uh, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not slightly uh, affected. That's not normal. That's not. <laughs> What's funny is I thought maybe it might have been a calibration issue, but the the the, the controller does has like no drift. So whatever, it's a uh, defect. In, yeah, it's uh, that definitely can't be a calibration thing. Yeah, I wasn't especially sure. The, especially the getting is keeping stuck. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't sure. So I tried it and it didn't. I was like, mm-hmm. well, okay, well, that didn't work. <laughs> so yeah, that that was my that was my uh, that was my fun time taking apart a controller to try to fix it, only to realize I don't different kind of drift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that stays down. <laughs> yeah, it just it just stayed down. I was like, damn, physical drift. Yeah, so. They replaced the controller, and this time, like mm. when they when they pulled they pulled me a second used controller, and he he legitimately took it out of the box, took took it out of the bag, mm-hmm. and like really tested it this time. He goes, "Okay, yeah. try this one. This one feels good." And I'm like, "Yeah, this <laughs> this feels right." He goes, "We both agree then." I'm like, "Yeah, this is good." Mm. So that happened so far. <laughs> yeah, I I tried to I played I played a Nino Kuni on Switch for a solid like two hours. It felt fine. So all right, <laughs> I, I gave it I gave it a solid a solid two hours. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make sure this time this shit feels the way it's supposed to feel. You know what I mean? Like I ain't about. It's like there's nothing more frustrating than paying a shit ton of money for something and then having mm. that something not fucking work. Yeah, that's. Because it's not like me buying the controller you saved me, like, a shit ton of money. It saved me maybe 10, 10, 10-ish dollars, give or take. Hmm. So, it didn't save me, like, a shit ton of money. But, you know, I'm still paying, like, almost basically 60 fucking dollars for the damn thing. So... Well, yeah. You pay pretty much uh, what you'd pay for a new DualShock 4. Yeah, so I'm still paying, like new controller prices i'm just not paying the 70 that nintendo wants for this fucking thing yeah you're not paying the nintendo premium yeah uh, <laughs> that's a that's a thing i'm still upset about this nintendo premium man i i would love to know where nintendo is like yeah 70 bucks for a 
for a, a, a controller you don't need. That makes sense. And then, like, er, the thing is, is, like, they can say the Pro Controller is completely optional, right? But, like, I have not met a single person. And on the other hand, I can see the premium on the controller more than I can see it on the games. Yes. Hmm. Are we are you, with one exception, the D-pad? <laughs> the D-pad button, you mean? It's just a, it's a it's it's a button. Like the way they built it, they didn't they didn't build it. Like it's not hard to build. Like I'm not saying I could build a D-pad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that having Nintendo like, of all manufacturers should know how to make yeah, D-pad. like having taken apart multiples of their controllers over the last few generations, like. Mm-hmm. They've built D-pads properly multiple times in a row. This shouldn't be the challenging thing that they're making it out to be. It's... They've been they've been the D-pad manufacturer, so to speak. Yeah, so I don't understand how you could be the D-pad manufacturer and then build a, a less and then than... fuck up this like this. Yeah, make I mean it's still not a bad one, I think. It's not. Probably still a lot better than the 360. Okay, uh, that's, that's not fair. Uh, that's... That's, not a, that's not a high bar, I know. That's a low bar. <laughs> no, but in comparison to their own uh, usual D-pads, it's, uh... it's... It's less than it's less than ideal, I would say. Yeah, for, it's for full short by quite a bit. So... Uh, Nino Kuni's been on my list for Switch. That's been a, mm-hmm. an enjoyable experience. It's good. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven S uh-huh. has also been. I haven't started it because I I'm mm, I want to start it, yeah. but like that's that's a that's a. <laughs> it's another one of those uh, big RPGs. Dude, I'm, my life is full of big RPGs, my dude. Like that's <laughs> what else uh-huh. is there in my life? Like. If I'm not getting hyped up about another RPG, what else do you think I'm doing? I'm playing a giant RPG. That's all I do. That's I get the I I, I get the most for my dollar all the time. This RPG are playing a giant RPG, waiting for the next one, <sighs> having completed one. Yeah, so it's like I complete one. Mm-hmm. Well, time for the next massive ninety-hour excursion. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. I also picked up. This Friday, the uh, Ghostbusters remastered. Uh, I wanted that on Xbox again. Wait, that's not a giant RPG. No, it's not. <laughs> I I know it's not a giant. It's a linear uh, action linear action game. I know. Uh, I've been wanting that's that on. To be a pretty good one. Yeah, I've been wanting that on Xbox 360, but that actually went up in price mm-hmm. recently. That got a little bit more expensive, and I couldn't uh-huh. find it locally because no one uh-huh. trades in 360 games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that much of a surprise yeah no one no the the 360 trade has kind of stopped now people just don't give a shit mm. about that console which i'm like i get it i get and it for one that and for one people can play them again well quite a few of them yeah so even the backwards compatibility stuff yeah so that's been that's been my week uh dealing with the faulty pro controller giant ass rpgs in which i walk around as a kid with the sticks smacking dogs <laughs> that's that's like the first like two hours of nino kuni 
Thwap, 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 thwap. Thwap. Just beating up dogs with my magical wand. That's what I do. How about you, CD? Well, I've had some hardware uh, stuff as well, though nothing in terms of faultiness. Oh, thank God. I've slightly upgraded my graphics card in my main PC. Ooh, where, where did you go uh, to? Uh, it's, it did have a, a GT 1030 in it because I wanted something quiet and which doesn't use much uh, power. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't uh, check at the time, because I didn't really have that on my radar yet, is, well, for encoding videos, since mm. I have my uh, recording device since of some weeks now, and I'm recording test, test recording stuff from my gaming PC, I noticed, okay, hmm. Something's missing here. I cannot set it to encode with the onboard hardware. Oh, okay. The lowest, uh, the lowest NVIDIA cards don't have the NVENC in their chips. Nope. And that's just the lowest one. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all of all of the others have it. Mm-hmm. I went to the, uh, what's it, the 1650, which has the Turing chipset, still decent in terms of uh, power cons and power needed, especially since I usually don't use it uh, for gaming or anything like that. So it's usual idle um, stuff is fine. And that obviously has the ability to encode in uh, both the H.264 and H.265 codecs. The latter one is the, uh, well, pre preferred one since it doesn't take up that much space and is usually better quality. Yeah. And that works fine, thankfully. Tried that out a few days ago with uh, what I'm still playing currently, which is Spellforce. Yeah, it's, I love it when you, you have a great, you have a setup, and then you realize, shit, I never thought about that, did I? Always, yeah, pretty much. Always the best. That's always the worst feeling when you're like, ah, did it. It's done. I put it together. Everything's come together. And then that one thing pops up, and you're like, fuck, that never crossed so, my mind. Some months later, just one detail. <laughs> Okay. It's like, damn it. That, fuck, why didn't I think of that earlier? Because I simply didn't need it at the time. Right. Just just wasn't a thing. This wasn't a thing you ever yeah. thought. wasn't a thing you just, you, you never thought you would use it. So you're just like, well, I didn't know I don't need that right now. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. <sighs> damn. And Spellforce is still continuing to, well, it's uh, it's not perfect, definitely. <laughs> that shows in some parts. Because one of the uh, maps I'm on now, it's not part of the main campaign, but a side quest, sort of, where for better equipment. And it does kind of show the uh, 
limits of its RTS design. Because mm. there are two uh, two enemy uh, factions there, and you essentially have two areas where they attack, and one uh, you can relatively easily defend with uh, just building several towers there. And then they increase the waves that come increase over time. But if you take just a bit too long with uh, building up your towers on for the other faction, yeah, that uh, can pretty much run you over. Oof. Because those are significantly more uh, sturdy units. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'll pretty much have to restart that mission again. <laughs> hey, man. Thankfully, I it's... do have uh, saves for that. It's better to restart a mission than to restart the game. Yeah, at this point, uh, if I had to restart the complete game, I think I'd just skip this one. That happened to me in a title a while back. Uh, it was an Infinite Undiscovery. And I I did oh. I was playing it for the first time and I got to the the last part for this mission where you have to go into this castle get to the top and fight the boss that, that's what's supposed to happen. Now I didn't realize that at the bottom of the castle where I was that was the last time I was going to be able to save it and buy items. I write that yeah. I didn't know first time playing how would I know that? There's no way I would know that. I would yeah. never expect that. So you know I bought a couple of things. But I'm like, fuck it. This mm -hmm. game's been pretty easy up until now. I don't need to worry about it. Fuck it. So mm -hmm. I save it. Oh, well, no. Do I save it? I don't remember. No, I do save it. Okay. So here's where yeah, I fuck probably up. Probably because I you save... couldn't, remove or couldn't get back there. Right. So I save it in the castle, right? And this uh -huh. is a problem because once you get into the castle, you can't leave. Uh -huh. So I save does the it. game alert you to that, or does no? It doesn't. It but the the, the situation that happens prior should have because you get into the skirmish outside the castle mm -hmm. with enemy troops and shit. So that should have alerted me to maybe I won't be able to just walk out the prance on out of here and leave. Okay, so it was kind of an implied. Uh, yeah, it's an implied. It's an implied like play. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm not going to be able to just mm -hmm. pick my shit up and leave. I get to the top. Yeah, but with games, who knows what that's like. It would be the first one where you just can prance out again afterwards. So there's one more save point, right? Because the game does give me two. Uh -huh. It's at the top. The problem is, is that by the time you get to the top, due to events that happen on the castle, you're not going to be able to go back down. And I save it. And I didn't think to make extra save files because I'm not, I wasn't doing like a Let's Play or some ah. shit. It was just me. You know, when it's just me, I'm yeah. fairly confident in myself. I know me. So I get to the top, and this boss murders me every single fucking time. And it became Whoops. it became clearly very apparent to me. The only way I'm beating this boss is restarting the game. And then playing back up to this point. Now, did I do it? Eventually. But it was like a solid six months. I did not go back to this game for a solid like six months. I was like, yo, fuck this game. This is ridiculous. How many hours did you take up to that point? Um, what was it? Let's be really generous and say about 10. Okay, yeah, still 
that's uh it's not relatively significant yeah it's not like especially when it's new yeah it's not like the time i put into like my final fantasy 7 save where i was at like 50 hours in and then i'm like yo fuck <laughs> going back to that right away oh shit uh it wasn't that bad but 10 hours is just long enough to make me to give me pause you know what i mean because mm-hmm. t- 10 hours is a lot of time you know what i mean like yeah I don't, Especially, I, don't, I don't think I would you probably put those in relatively in one sitting or two sittings or something yeah like that. that was I don't think I was wor- I don't think I was working yet at that time mm-hmm. so you know at that at that point in my life I was like do I really want to sit yeah. back down and play another 10 hours of this to get back to this point yeah. I could see uh, taking a break there yeah so that so yeah, be thankful. You just have to restart a mission, not restart the whole game, mm. because that uh, yeah. that was a True. real uh, shot in the shot in the leg for me. Mm. All right, True. boys. Though even those missions can take uh, some hours, depending on uh, how long you take. Yeah, Jesus Christ! All that does is bring me back to fucking StarCraft OG or the Terran. <laughs> fuck, fuck the Terran missions, dude. They throw the most bullshit, like, map layouts. They throw the most bullshit uh, map speculate map uh, requirements. Like, you have to do this. It's like, you have to kill the Zerg, but you're not allowed to kill the Protoss, even though the Protoss are the mm. ones primarily fucking attacking me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you can kill them if they attack you, but you cannot just go to their base and just murder them. So mm. the the game is very so the game actually doesn't fully follow through on that because I can go to their base and like wipe out most of their base if I want to, and it will not uh-huh. count me as a fail. Now if I exterminate their entire base, ah okay, so you have to let them have some uh, buildings that don't produce or something like that. Yeah, I don't I don't know if okay. I think I think the game intends mm. for you not to like go after them at all, but since they well, kept yeah. fucking with me. <laughs> since they kept fucking with me i'm like well if you're gonna mess with me well human ingenuity dictates i'm just gonna ruin you i don't care you are not that important i gotta get rid of the zerg and get off this damn planet so you know if you're not gonna Mm -hmm. help me shit happens my dude Shit happens. You you know, Protoss have suffered at least one or two ex- uh, extinction level events. Once one, what's one more on the list? <laughs> oh shit! All right, so we got some interesting stories here this week. I think. Um, mm, I'd say so. I, there's at least one here I really do want to talk about. At least one. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least one I'm like super interested in talking about. But we're gonna cover them. So let's get into it. So we had two departures announced at Sony. Yeah. Announced uh, relatively at the same time. They were they were announced pretty close to each other, weren't they? Yeah, same day. Okay, I was right. So yeah, they were announced. They were announced close to each other, literally the same day. Uh-huh. You can't get much closer than that. Yeah. Um, Sony Interactive Entertainment, Japan Asia president at Ush- at Sushi. Morita retires, and Sean Layden departs Sony Interactive Entertainment. Hmm. Yes, essentially, the SIE American branch and the Japan branch both 
I pretty much lost the leaders. Yeah. Now, I don't remember Sean Layden. Is he the one that says he had no interest in a certain... Was he the one that said he... I heard one of these presidents at some point said uh, made some comments where they didn't have interest in certain things that like kind of like worried people. I don't remember exactly. I assume it was him. Not quite sure. Not quite sure what your... Uh, I, I, that's the problem. I don't remember. I thought maybe you did. So, apparently not. So... <laughs> Apparently my memory is just that bad, or it just didn't matter enough to, for me to care. Yeah. <laughs> so, people, I don't really know whether or not this was a, if this is like a big deal that they both that they both announced at the same time, or were they both already planning on leaving and they just happened to announce? Well, they were uh, both leaving at the same time. I'm, I'd say it's the latter because. Um... October 1st is the start of the second half of the fiscal year for Japanese companies. Ah, okay. So, and yeah, they would have... That's usually when they uh, announce personnel changes. Ah, so they... Yeah, okay. So, that's why they... Because yeah. everyone's like, oh... But it's still interesting that it's uh, those two at the same time. Yeah, actually. Because he's been... Let me see if I can find him. I don't think Sean Layden's been there that... He's been with Sony a long time, but uh, he's been CEO of SEA since 2014 when Jack Tretton left. Okay, so he's been there for about five years. That's or rather when he stepped down. Okay, fair enough. I'm now I'm, I'm sort of see that because now I'm kind of wondering like how does this how does this affect things now? Like you have. The, the presidents of both sides of the company, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Internationally stepping down. So it's like, how is this going to affect things now? Like, huh. I'm interested to see where this goes, honestly. Yeah, I'm interested to see who's be, who's uh, going to be the next there. Because I don't think uh, any successor has been announced yet. Mm-mm, not that I'm aware not of. that I've seen. So but- that would... Would be interesting. These things usually take a while before they actually come up with like. Well, yeah, you know. obviously they have to. Um, they have to make sure to select a a good successor. I'd say. You know, they gotta they gotta find they gotta find potentials, put them in arena combat. Yeah. Uh, whittle a down royale. Right. Yeah, you gotta now. whittle down. You gotta whittle <laughs> down the competition, and then it's it's a long-winded, bloody process, guys. We're not gonna get into mm. it this episode. Maybe some other time we could talk about it, but right now we're not gonna do that. <laughs> so the uh, so the real story I want to talk about is actually the next one. If I must be honest with mm-hmm. you, it's the ESRB is uh in a bit of some shit right now. In yeah, a bit some of people are criticizing them in, for a bit of some, something. In a bit of some shit. If, you know, if it's not the ESA catching shit, it's the ESRB right now. They're catching, they're catching some shit. Uh, you wanna, you wanna talk about this, CD? Sure. I mean, we all know what the ESRB does, and for people who don't, is that they are rating uh, games, video games specifically. It's a self-regulating organization and we all see the uh their rating on the cover of uh, the games packages in america and 
Yes. We've had comparisons of Jesus Christ labels where Christ. <laughs> how you have them and how we have them from other organizations. <laughs> no subtlety there. Yeah. Back in the days, uh, they had to be created after some controversies like uh, well, a certain Mortal Kombat and all. Yeah, and a little FMV game by the name of Night Trap. Mm, yeah, that too. Yep. And they've been around for uh, quite some time, around 25 years. And, well, given all the loot box controversies and uh, that certain trailer for NBA 2K20 ah. just recently, or uh, how we would call it Casino Simulator 2K20. <laughs> <laughs> And just for the record, as far as 2K20 is concerned, the game is busted, even without the fucking grossness of the yeah. microtransaction, the grossness of the casino. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, this is not a case of, like, the game is great, you know what I mean? But, like, it's a literal casino. Like, if that mm-hmm. was the case, it might... I won't say it'd be forgivable, but I, I might have, like, been a little nicer to it. But, like, if you look at what actual gamers who play 2K20 actually have been saying about the game since launch, the game is a busted, busted mess. Can't say I'm surprised. Yeah, well, you know, when you when, when only one person owns the rights, <laughs> when there's no genuine competition and only one person has, when only one person has the rights to, like, the license itself. I didn't know, like, you could just own the NBA as a license in and of itself. I'm still really curious how that fucking works out. I'm not even sure. I think uh, EA would might have another license as well there because they do have their NBA Live series. Yeah, but they they don't do shit with that, though. Uh, They do release a new... uh, New games there, mostly every year as well. <laughs> but I guess in that, uh, they aren't uh, quite as... Um, no, they're not. They... Uh, prominent in terms of... If you look this... at the community itself, most of the community looks at like the live games and they're like... Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, I'd like to support live and not play 2K, but like... Live doesn't give me the kind of experience 2K gives me, and this uh-huh. is this is despite the fact that like the last the la- like this 2K game is trash. You know what I mean? This is despite people would still rather play a busted 2K game than play live. Uh, that's saying something. Think really think about. <laughs> I would rather play a busted video game. Then play the alternative. That's I don't know if that's loyalty or desperation. It's one of the two. You're gonna yeah. So good question. So tell me, CD. Interestingly, oh okay. NBA 2K20 is rated for everyone. Oh yeah, every it's uh it's a game for all (laughs) ages. It's a game for everybody. Yeah. Interestingly, despite uh, all those casino-like mechanics there. Yeah. And uh, a certain Pokemon game, I think, uh, 
a relatively recent one, I think. Well, that one, uh, I think, has a rating of uh, 12 and up or something. Mm -hmm. Because uh, uh, one of the reasons was, I think, depiction of casino-like elements. Yep. So uh, that's interesting. Eh? Uh, so, well, people had questions. And uh, the SRB said, yeah, no, we don't uh, rate according to the trailers, the trailer material. No. Mm, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Uh, that is true. That is true. They don't rate according to the trailers, but they also don't rate according to the game. Mm, this is the, this is the, uh, the sneaky, they, this is the sneaky bit. Yeah. This is, this is that insidious fucking bullshit they pull. So mm -hmm. the way the ESRB does it, this has been uh, in the talks in the past as well, but now it's uh, coming up again. So the way the ESRB does it is that it's supposed to be that the developer is supposed to give them, um, basically the highlight gameplay of all the significant aspects of the gameplay, right? So yeah, the worst aspects. Right. So right, the worst aspects. So if your game features a moment where someone decapitates someone, you have to put that there. You know, you know what I mean? You put the worst aspects. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the problem is that sometimes the devs aren't mm, some of these devs aren't necessarily including that gameplay in here. But it's weird with 2K because, you know, basketball inherently is not a very violent or interesting at its core, sure. right? But when you have legit fucking slot machines, mm -hmm. you know, they just, they just don't include that, right? Because to them, they don't view that as being a massive enough portion of the game for it to be reasonable, right? Because of mm -hmm. course they fucking don't. <laughs> Of course not, because in their eyes, you know they—it's—it's it's so fucking weird. So in their eyes, you're spending money on the game, but you're—they st think you're playing the game more than you're spending on it. I guess that's the logic, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh well, our players don't they have probably to probably included some form of in-game purchase mechanic in the video, but not that. Yeah, not not the not the shit that was in their fucking trailer. Mm -hmm. How? Which I would like to know how that even works out. How can you have it in your trailer and then just be like, oh, it doesn't need to be in the ESRB footage. That's not, it's not yeah, because necessary. Because that would uh, up your rating, so no. can't have that. Yeah, you can't can't allow that to happen. Mm. So, yeah. Just, the thing, uh, they apparently in the documentation, it says that they uh, might play games at random to check. But... Uh, it's pretty obvious that that's not a deterrent. No, it's not. But so, that, that's the problem, though. Because playing yeah. a game at random, like, what, you're going to boot the game up for the first time and play 20 minutes? That You're not going to see... Yeah. You're not going to see, like, everything. You're not yeah. going to... It's unlikely you'd see anything that they even showed you, depending on what they're showing. You might not even see the shit that they legitimately mm -hmm. showed you. And this, again boils down to this notion of do you trust the developers to be honest can you uh, do right. you are if they're because here's the thing right the gaming industry has always um 
sort of credited themselves uh -huh. to self-regulation, right? They have an independent entity yeah. that judges and rates the games. But you uh -huh. have to ask yourself, how independent are they? Um, like, okay. You know what the parent organization is of the ESRB? The ESRB? Because you said we're not uh, ragging on the ESA this time. Oh, it's the, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ESA. Yeah, and uh, how independent are they from the gaming industry? Mm, not at all. No, yeah. So tell tell me how can uh, so now the bigger question is so tell me how independent is the ESRB really? I mean, really? All right, you have game I mean, companies I, siphoning I millions just... of dollars into the ESA, and you don't think the ESRB is getting like a little bit of that? I'll just quote uh, Wikipedia on this. Most of the top publishers in the gaming world are members of the ESA. Of course. Hmm. Of a fucking course. Of course. Of course they're in bed together. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't they be? You know what? Like, <laughs> this is so... This is so transparently garbage. Like, you're not... You're not... They're not even trying, dude. Like... Mm -hmm. There's not, they're not, it's, it's obvious. Like, 2K makes a gamble, gambling simulator. 2K blatantly puts it in their trailer. Mm. And then ESA is like, oh, we don't know what's actually in the game. And 2K is like, yo, here, take this. Whoa, yeah, oh. We don't look at the trailers. Yeah, we, we have don't. no idea yeah. about the trailers. Yeah, we, that might, that's yeah. not the whole that, that That might not be representation of the game. Well, then what the fuck are you making a trailer for? <laughs> like, do you real? Do you think they even think about the implication of some of the dumb shit they say? Probably not. Cause like, if 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 their belief is that the trailer is not a representation of the gameplay, then why the fuck do trailers even exist? <laughs> Cause that tells me a lot. Yeah. If the ESA has no confidence that the trailer is representation of the gameplay, then why the fuck am I gonna watch a trailer? It's not representation of the gameplay according to them. Clearly. Yeah. Just saying, guys. So yeah. Can you trust the So yeah, can you trust the ESRB? Nah, I mean just about as far as I can throw them. Yeah, like at this point, would I trust the ESRB? No, not really. If anything, if anything else, mostly because they've been incredibly unwilling to put down anything on their ratings outside of in-game transactions. Uh -huh. They don't want to go any further than that, which is weird. Yeah. That's real. If you're independent, why would you? You see what I you see? You see this? You see? If they were independent, they'd have no trouble with that, right? Because they're uh -huh. independent. They don't give a fuck what they put on it because it's, you know. The MPAA is independent from the movie industry. So they'll rate the movie whatever they deem it to be fucking rated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the game, this movie features someone shooting the F word off like 25 times, uh -huh. features someone being decapitated. Yeah, it's rated R. Well, yeah. The MPAA is... I wouldn't call them independent. No. no. Yeah, well, I haven't. At least they follow their own rules. Guys Probably more or less, yeah, but still, if you look at the member list, eh, no, that's not independent. <sighs> that's the best I got. <laughs> it's the best I got. They're not, they're not fragrant, they're not 
fragrantly, uh, you know, opaque. The difference, the difference is with the MPAA, uh, watching a video is, is what you need to do. <laughs> with the SRB, it's no. not. <laughs> with the M MPAA, if you watch the movie for one and a half hours, you have the movie. Yeah, you, you know what's With the movie. SRB, if you'd watch a video that would be one and a half hours, you'd maybe see a little part of the game, depending on it. Especially yeah. if it's one of those big-ass RPGs. Yeah, you... <laughs> right. You have to... They'd have to really cherry-pick what they put in it, so... Yeah. Oh, but man, I, I really... I'm not sure how long those videos are, but, yeah, I'm... I'm... I don't think they're that long, and... That's really gonna be a cherry pick. Yeah, you. Yeah, you'd have to cherry pick. There's no, mm. like, I mean, unless you're expecting someone to sit there in a chair for like two and a half hours watching fucking basketball gameplay, which I don't know about you. I really wouldn't want to. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. But uh, probably not. Uh, I mean, but you know, I don't know. I can't. You know, these are these these are people who they random people that they pick for this, right? They. They randomly pick people to, which that, hmm. Because see, now I have to wonder if it's the dev doing it or if it's the people they pick from the ESRB who are like, oh, well, because it's a casino. But that's not, that's not a real representation of a casino, though. So it's fine. That's you know, a good question. You know what I mean? Because once you question, once you question one aspect of it, you have to look at the whole thing now. You can't just. You can't just ignore like the foundation of it all. You know what I mean? Like if you think if you think one yeah. portion of this fucking thing is fucking rotten, well, guess what, bitch? Now you got to look at the whole damn thing and check. So now I got questions. The foundation. Uh, the word that comes to mind is quicksand. <laughs> it's uh, slowly sinking in the house. The house is like slightly slanted. You know what I mean? Like it's not quite. It's ever so slightly. Yeah, it's not quite sitting on the foundation properly. You know what I mean? It's not, a, it's not quite the way it should be. Damn. I. You see, though, the thing is, I just don't. Mm, I, I, I can't imagine. Like I said, I've said this before. I don't think a lot of this is going to change until somebody, like, legitimately fucks up. Like, it would take. It's going to take a lot for, like, the ESA and the ESRB to even acknowledge this right mm -hmm. because yeah and you know, who knows if this continues that whole loot box stuff might just be the thing that jinxes it yeah because it's it's so weird right like a kid does like think like jim sterling brought this up to like make sure you have your parental controls on whenever a kid's playing an nba mm -hmm. game and it's like what what it's rated yeah. e why the fuck do i need parental controls turned on yeah it's rated e like, mm -hmm. of all the things that shouldn't need parental controls turned on. <laughs> like, how how do you how do you come to that conclusion? Ever. That's that's so weird. Especially a sports game. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. a sports game requires parental supervision. What? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think that's that would be the reaction from most parents. I would. Okay, I bought my kid uh, this basketball game. What's the worst that can happen? Please activate your parental controls for this. 
goes the GameStop employee. The father just looks at the employee. Excuse me. <laughs> what did you just say? I'm I'm sorry. I need did to I hear you right? I need to activate parental controls to play a, for my kids to play a basketball game. <laughs> I'm just saying. It is what it is. Mm. You know, this is the world that we live in. Like I said, I've said it I've said it once, I'll say it again. All we gotta do is wait for someone to have their lives like legitimately fucking ruined. Mm. All all we really need to have happen is someone spend like a ridiculous it would have to be millions. Someone would have to blow millions. And hey, then like it wouldn't even have to be that much. It'd have to be more it would it'd have, have to, to be just it'd have to be more than what they'd be comfortable paying back though. Mm, yeah, it would have to be kind of a critical mass. Maybe it's uh, multiple people that have uh, gambling addiction or so symptoms of it, and they get pulled in, and then, well, there's a bigger lawsuit, like a class action lawsuit from those. That would, I think, that would generate enough bad PR for them to have to take some kind of action. Yeah, they'd have. That's what I mean. It would have to be some. It would have to reach like a, a dollar amount that like the company is like, yeah, no, mm -hmm. because yeah, for one dollar amount, and on the other hand, it probably should be uh, multiple people. Yeah, that have it happen because one person. I'm not sure if that would be enough, even if it's a relatively high number. Really, you don't think so? Like, if it's like a stupid amount of money, CD. Oh yeah, but on the other hand, if if it's something like uh, the person that you told me that does uh, spend that much, that's usually because they they can afford it. Mm, yeah. They wouldn't necessarily be the type of person to uh, sue them. Right. I would I I think it's gonna be like somebody who spends like millions. It'd be someone who spent like a couple of million and be like he was so addicted that he took out like a second and third mortgage on his house. Mm, that's possible. Or it's a group of people or something, a dozen, two dozen, whatever people that just uh, were pretty much ruined because of it, and it wouldn't even have to be that much in terms of money. It's probably would be enough if it's uh, a six-figure number or something yeah just a shit ton of money and enough people mm. to where like the company's like no you know what i mean that's yeah. that's what it's gonna take and you know mm. i i know it sounds terrible for me to be like well, this is gonna have to ruin some fucking lives but i mean yeah but that's the sad reality of it yeah the sad reality is like it's unlikely good. that anything would change beforehand. You're going to have to ruin a couple lives and you're going to have to like get like national media attention. Mm. It's going to have to be cuz not going to have to be something like Battlefront 2. Something like that would have to happen again. That got like media attention. But I think that got yeah. media attention also because it's fucking Star Wars and there's a new Star Wars movie coming right out uh that too and but it also got enough of a uh, customer backlash so that the company uh had to change stuff so if something like that happens a few more times 
that would probably start some change but uh, yeah we'll have to see how this continues all right so in shitty news yeah welcome to the gaming industry everybody we're uh game we're uh devs closed down it happens more and more we're seeing it mm. Mario and Luigi RPG Studio Alpha Dream files for bankruptcy following debt. Fucking whoops. That's unfortunate. Mm. Now, the thing about bankruptcy is it depends on what kind of bankruptcy. Company Mm. might still exist. Uh, From what I know, they're gone. Oh, they're gone? Okay, never mind. Fuck it. It's completely (laughs) done. Oh, they liquidated. They just—they're just like, nope, we're yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, and anything they've been working on, even with other companies, because there's at least one uh, title that's coming out in the future where they have worked on. The their part is done because they're not there anymore. Yeah, they literally. If, if the people that worked for them found a place elsewhere. Then, yeah, but other than that, they're pretty much gone. So, uh, the Japanese fiscal year of March 2008, they had a debt of $465 million. 2018, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that boils out to $4 million. 347 so yeah basically four fucking million dollars yeah which is uh, pretty bad <laughs> yeah four four million how where how do you rack up what the fuck four million dollars does it does it does it somebody step in after the first million and be like yo dude you gotta get your you gotta get your fucking life together this is getting ridiculous four probably tried four million dollars of debt they managed to accrue yeah i'm sorry they had no choice that's you you would need like two you would need like five or six like best sellers fucking platinum platinum sellers Mm -hmm. in order to pull yourself out of debt out of that the problem is their last two titles were remakes mario and luigi remakes and the Titles before were, in 2015, Paper Jam. Oh, that went over well. Yeah. And the one before was Dream Team. On 2013. I don't know. Which was the last, well, decent one. But also, in terms of sales, I think Dream Team was also... Not the best in terms of uh, reception, I think. Yeah, so this this also does seem like just a lack of output, or just a lack of good output. Yeah, certainly because I think uh, 2013 that was Dream Team, then 15 was Paper Jam, then 17 was the Superstar Saga remake, and then 19 was Bowser's Inside Story, the remake. So yeah, that's uh... this is this to me just seems like a mixture between like really really bad output and just having to pay your bills that's what it is you know mm-hmm. what i mean i mean also considering they weren't that big around 46 employees 
Hmm. Going by last year's numbers. Okay, then how so... the fuck did you rack up that much debt then? That's like, a good question. Because I would assume I would assume four hundred and thirty-six million dollars. If you're racking up that kind of debt, I would expect uh, you to have yeah. like three times the staff or some shit, a giant campus. You know what I mean? Like that's what I would expect. But they only had like forty something employees. I got. How are you racking up? Four million dollars. Yeah, it's uh, probably since it uh, started with Paper Jam, probably because that uh, didn't get much uh, in terms of sales. Yeah, and then it just well, if you have Dream Team in 2013 as your last really, Decent. really selling title. Because that sold, uh, what was it, around two million or something? That's not bad. Yeah, two million worldwide sales, which is well decent, not that great, but decent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say worldwide, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, nah, that's not great. And it doesn't break the bank, I think. They might have broke even on that one, honestly. They might. Yeah, have. probably, probably, but I. I mean, considering they have uh, the the previous one. Uh, let's see, that was Buzz's Inside Story. Was the one before in two thousand nine? So that was four years, and then there was they post pet. Huh. Okay, that was uh, Japan exclusive, probably. Yeah, they didn't have that much output, really. So they would have to generate quite a few sales per title. And if just one of the titles does badly, which Paper Jam probably did. So that was probably pretty much their downfall. Yeah. Paper Jam was a black Paper Jam was a black hole of a video game. That was just probably a black hole of fun, so <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I'm just I'm just keeping it real. When pay, when they did Paper Jam, that was probably just like, yo, we blew so much money on this shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like when you spend like too much money and you realize you basically spent a shit ton of money for basically no fucking reason. It's like that. Like buy it's like buyer's remorse times twelve. Yikes. Yeah, it was it was bad. Paper Jam was not a good was not a good look for them. So, mm. again, still though, four hundred and thirty million. Fucking Jesus Christ! Four million dollars. Uh, Which, yeah, that's that's a uh, that's not that's not that's not pocket change. Yeah, it definitely isn't. On forty something employees, I can't imagine. Like, I'm I don't want to like discount them that much, but like. Have you seen some of their games? These games don't seem like they'd be that expensive to make. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, they really shouldn't be. And like, I mean, it's still DS and uh, 3DS titles the last few, so... I'd expect these to be, like, cheaper titles to be able to get out. So, again, I'm not doubting their debt. I mean, obviously, I can't doubt the debt. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering how yeah, you... That's our effect. Yeah, I'm I'm just curious as to how a company of that size can rack up nearly half a billion dollars. <laughs> like <laughs> That's a 
I they probably thing. hoped that the uh, Inside Story remake would sell better. Uh, they they were really oh they were they were bank on a wing and a prayer on that one, weren't they? <laughs> they were. That's pretty much all they had. Yeah, they were they were banking on a wing and a prayer, and unfortunately, that didn't pit, that didn't pan out for them. I suppose. God damn, mm-hmm. that's that's shitty. I'm sorry, guys. That's sad to see you go. But uh, welcome to the gaming industry, everybody. Shit happens. Four hundred and thirty million. I'm not. I'm sorry. I can't let that go. That's a that's a number. I'm just not gonna let go of. Damn. That's. That's just a mixture of like bad game. Does that's just a mixture of just bad game choice and like not a lot of re- yeah, not, a, not a lot of really good choices. Yeah, and I'm honestly really surprised that they're citing high development costs with the 3DS the as fuck? the base. Uh, <laughs> it's not like they've been making AAA uh, AAA titles for the PS4 or. Something like that. CD, they had to build a new engine every single time. <laughs> they needed. I kind of doubt that. They need. They needed the. They needed those. Uh, the silicon graphics uh, workstations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they needed the highest. Uh, they probably needed that already for uh, Paper Jam to make the characters look as much 2d as possible right they needed <laughs> dude they had they had to go all in they were they were like we need uh-huh. the highest end silicon graphics work work workstations for every single room <laughs> all of them uh-huh. at any given time <laughs> our last story today is a it's always always oh lawsuits are always fun on this show uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, and we've had uh, the recipient of this one uh, in our show a few times already. Yeah. <laughs> Composer Bobby Prince sues Randy Pitchford, Gearbox, and Valve over unlicensed use of Duke Nukem 3D music. Yeah. And Randy, I'm going to be real with you, dude. You bring a lot of like really shitty press. <laughs> like Randy brings a lot of really shitty press with him. <laughs> like Randy Pitchford oh, yeah. alone is just a bad a bad press magnet. Mm. If you want bad press, hire Randy Pitchford. Everybody, that's the that's the name of the game. So I let's, wonder if the license agreement got lost in, on a on a USB stick somewhere. So let's uh, let's dig into this. Bobby Prince, the composer of Doom, Doom Two, Hell on Earth, Wolfenstein 3D, Duke Nukem 3D, and Duke Nukem 3D, has issued a lawsuit against multiple parties. These parties include the ones I mentioned earlier. The lawsuit, which you can read here. Proposes that Prince's work was used on Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour without his consent or compensation. It claims Randy Pitchford admitted that Mr. Prince created and owns the music that and that Gearbox had no license. Uh, Valve is also being blamed for distribute for distributed infringing copies of Mr. Prince's music, even after an alleged takedown notice was issued. The issue comes from the agreement between Prince and Apogee Software 
LTD in 1996 for music and Duke Nukem 3D and Prince later claiming copyright on his work. I have not heard the name Apogee Software in a long fucking time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a sign of my age? Am I am I just old? Apogee, I haven't heard that in a long time. God damn, this this is literally a blast from the fucking past of a lawsuit, ain't it? Jesus, that's been a while. Uh, even okay, so uh, even with Gearbox acquiring the rights to Duke Nukem, this means that Princess Music was not owned by Apogee. The lawsuit claims Prince has never was never contacted when his transition took place. The lawsuit also claims that in that incredibly the electronic files for the music within Duke Nukem 3D World Tour include text specifically stating that Mr. Prince owns the copyright to the music and has reserved all rights to the music's use. All right. Oops. Yo, hold up. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> Hold the fuck on. Word that uh, there was text in this file that said like, "Yo, I own this though." Yo, I <laughs> I I own this, bro. Like, like you can't get any closer to the phrase. It doesn't belong to you unless your name is on it. Uh. Like this is it, CD. This is this is he wrote his name on it. <laughs> Homie wrote his name on it. Ah. Uh. Oh shit. He stamped his name all over that. Uh, on, t- on October 6, 2016, Prince allegedly contacted Pitchford. Oh, I can only imagine that this went well. <laughs> Informing them of his address for royalties and a copy of the agreement between Prince and Apogee. Pitchford allegedly replied stating Prince would be taken care of. Despite this, payments did not allegedly arrive. Well, that statement can be taken multiple ways. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Later, Pitchford allegedly... Can be taken care of. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, right? That doesn't sound ominous as fuck. <laughs> oh, yes. Mr. Prince will be dealt with. <laughs> as he's... As Randy Pitchford sitting in his office with a giant glass of wine. I wonder if he, uh, <laughs> at any point, woke up with a big duke head in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> Later, Pitchford allegedly asked Steve Gibson Gearbox Publishing's he- he- publishing's head of publishing to make sure that Gearbox was doing right by Mr. Prince. Allegedly, there was still no payment to Prince. This continued even after an alleged discussion between Prince, uh, Pitchford, and Gibson, where it was acknowledged Mr. Prince owned the music made for Duke Nukem 3D, that it was used in World Tour, and that Gearbox had allegedly had no light. What the Fuck! What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn it! Randy, no one can claim ignorance Jesus. here. I would love. I want. I want to see Randy Pitchford really claim none of this happened. Mm. I want. I make want disappear with a magic trick. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> I want him to claim that he has all. All he want. He has every. He had everything on a USB stick, and he lost it. And he can't. Like, he how... was on his way to the bank with the USB stick and the data, and then he was robbed. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna read this last bit because this is just icing on the Randy Pitchford shit cake. <laughs> 
Pitchford has been dealing with ongoing legal proceedings, alleging he diverted company funds to a personal account. At the end of August, he was charged with contempt of court. Valve, meanwhile, has decided to fight against an antitrust lawsuit from the EU, while five other game companies settled. It will also be appealing against the court, Paris court ruling that users should be allowed to resell their games. Uh, actually, me and Jennifer talked about this on our yeah. on our uh, duo podcast known as It's Bite Sized. So uh, check that the shit out. The one that just went up uh, yesterday. Yeah, so check that shit out. It was, it was juicy. Hmm. So yeah, this is this is amazing. This entire lawsuit's amazing, CD. This isn't. I don't even feel bad. This is just amazing. This is an amazing. Yeah. This is an amazing amalgamation of circumstances that all coalesced into this shitty situation, and I love it. I love it, CD. It's interesting. It's interesting in terms of how the copyright for these pieces was handled, because I I don't think this is a standard. What do you mean? I think usually uh, the copyright stays with the developer or the publisher of the game. Usually. 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 If it, especially if it's uh, pieces especially made for this. But it's... But hmm. according to Bobby Prince, I mean, he has the receipts yeah. to show he owns the, <laughs> he owns yeah. the music. Uh, and he apparently filed copyright on them, so yeah. It's obviously, he his to do. Yeah, his he's just defending his property, so I can't even fault yeah, him for that. Totally fine. But I'm more surprised that like, all right. So look, I like Niche Gamer as as a uh-huh. as a website. But can we just talk about the fact that like 90 percent of this article is about Randy Pitchford? Yeah. Can we? <laughs> well, he's the head of Gearbox, so he's just, ultimately responsible. Yeah, I'm just, it's just like 90% of this is Pitchford. It's not like they use Gearbox. It's Pitchford. Yeah. He... Communication went directly with Pitchford there. Oh, man. <laughs> I, Mr. Uh... Mr. Prince, I hope you get your money. I really do. You deserve it. Lo- no, hold up. I mean it. I play. I love Duke Nukem 3D. Get your money. Get get what you get. Get what you deserve, my dude. Duke Nukem 3D was bomb as I mean, fuck. And not just that. Even Doom, Doom 2, Wolfenstein 3D. Oh, by the way, um, Mr. Mm-hmm. Prince, if you hear this podcast somehow. I don't know if you're going to be able to do anything about it, but if you are able to, can you sue Bethesda for fucking up Doom ports? <laughs> Is that a possibility? If it's not, let me know. I'm just... Mm, that would be great. It doesn't... It, you don't have to win. You just gotta, like, make them realize they're stupid. That's That's all I'm asking. Just... You okay. can settle out of court, that's fine. Right, yeah, it doesn't need to be public. <laughs> settle out of court, that's fine. I'm just saying they need to be taken accountable for <laughs> the stupidity of those ports. I think they I think they earn that much. But if not, I understand. Get your money. Gearbox, pay this man his money. He's shown you the receipts. <laughs> 
pay this man. Stop, stop fucking with this man's money. That's messed up. How you? Yeah. How are you? How? Why did you even let it get this far? This is bullshit. Yeah, like how did you? Okay, on some real shit. If, if the if if the electronic files for the music include text specifically claiming that Mr. Prince owns the copyright and you still fucking used it. They they should have the licensing agreements for all this stuff. Yeah, you would think, right? Yeah. Like, how did you... I won't be surprised if, like, if Gearbox is like, well, there was no text document. We didn't, we didn't see your text. <laughs> I mean, we didn't see your text document. We we thought we thought we we thought it was open source like Doom. We could just use it. We didn't know. It was whatever. Right. We thought it was still open source. Yeah, I'm sure they thought. Yeah, we uh, we had that much. We had too much paper from Apogee when we took over their uh, their stuff or from 3D Realms and. We couldn't look through all that. Right, we, didn't we find anything. Yeah, we we you can't you can't seriously believe we can look through all this paperwork. That's <laughs> it's inconceivable. Uh-huh. Ugh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Pit, Jesus Christ, Gearbox, just pay this man. Just just pay this man. Don't <laughs> don't don't Gearbox, don't take this to court. Don't don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Well, they're not the ones taking this to court. <laughs> don't don't settle. Don't don't do this. Mm. They can settle. They don't even have to go to court. Oh, they could true. just they could just pay the man. Don't be stupid. This yeah. this is not going to end well for you. Mm. They're going to get to court and be like, "We paid him." And then Mr. <laughs> Prince is going to be like, "Uh, here's my bank statements for the last 6 months. <laughs> they never paid me." No, you didn't. <laughs> they never paid <laughs> me. And then <laughs> Then talk about a USB thumb drive is going to happen, and it's it's going to be embarrassing. Pitchford is going to try to show some magic tricks. Yeah, it's going to be bad. <laughs> we don't, all know he will. <laughs> don't just just pay the man what he's owed. Like, like even Pitchford, like if Pitchford knew and he still used it, that's a shit heel thing to do. Mm. But I'd also but make the art character. I would also I would also question how you could use it and not know. I I don't have a lot of reason to believe that Prince is doing this just for no reason. Like if he if he didn't own it, I don't really feel like he'd have a leg to stand on. Like Gearbox would have just been like, get the fuck out of our faces. Yeah, that's that's I think it's pretty easily uh, provable. Easily, uh, you can check that. I mean. He has the red. He has the copyrights registered, so that can be easily proven. So and the licensing agreements can also be looked up. So Gearbox, Valve, do the right thing. Just do it. Gearbox and Valve he, isn't really even that uh, that uh, big of a player in this. Yeah, they're they're only they're only being hit with like selling it, like yeah. selling the product. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of wonder, like, if that's Valve's responsibility to, like, make I sure, I, like, it I depends. Ass- uh, if they had the takedown notice issued and they didn't take, okay, the yeah, he did say he put down, a, then that, then that might uh, make them responsible. 
okay. because they knew about it and didn't they they did not do anything about it damn That's, so that might make them uh, at least partially responsible there all right but they're definitely less uh, a lesser player in this in comparison i'd say so all right cd my dude yes my dude are you ready for some fucking gamers well i certainly am uh, you. <laughs> i'm ready for i'm ready for a dead magazine <laughs> third issue of a german magazine from 1992 uh, back when the simpsons were actually cool Mm -hmm. you know you know what i mean like back when the sent back at least the, uh at least on tv yeah <laughs> at least on tv uh, i'm ready i am i am ready i still love the fact that they they just like well how do we market our magazine we call it gamers hmm. pretty on the nose but it's worked all right let's see what do we have here I love it. The Sega ad, like second, first page. <laughs> mm -hmm. Open the cover. Sega ad. Ho! Yeah. Buy a Sega One Genesis. Buy a Sega Genesis. You can. You can. And buy Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you. Well, you know, Sonic was Sonic is and was like Sega's mascot. So I guess that makes sense. They'd be pushing Sonic hard. Mm -hmm. Like buy, buy Sonic, buy it. Don't Absolutely. buy that. Don't buy that Mario. <laughs> Don't do that. Buy buy Sonic. You gotta oh. go fast. God, you've gotta go fast. You can't you can't go slow up in this house. You gotta you gotta go fast. Your parent your parents aren't gonna let you go slow. Go fast. Mm -hmm. Pedal to the metal. Yeah. All right. So what? What exclusive? They got. They got X Gamers exclusive. I can't believe I figured out it was exclusive, given the way that it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I if I take it phonetically, it works. Yeah. Phonetically, that does that 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 is uh, that does uh, sound out to be exclusive. But still, that's a really ah uh -huh. uh, the choices here. The choices. So is this the one? Let me double check before we go any further. I want to know for mm -hmm. sure if this is the magazine I'm thinking of with like. Yeah. No, it isn't. Okay, that's a different magazine. Never mind. Uh -huh. I was trying to remember the mag. It's one of the magazines that we've done where like they have the pictures of the guys for each of the ratings. And like one of them has like uh, the guy that was with the power play. Fucking power, that was power play. But it's uh, some of the same people. Yeah, I was about to say. As you'll see next page, page five, where you see this is the first one where they have three people oh shit they got three. The two issues before was uh only the one on the right oh shit they got three wow he tripled he tripled his staff yeah. he's like he's like yo mm -hmm. i got three people working with me now i got two people working with me now this shit's gonna get done way faster the workflow is gonna be amazing yeah i can get much more done with that questioning you guys' use of uh page space though guys haven't really you're not winning me on this your your choice of page space but at least everything is straight and not like slanted or some shit like someone drunken mm. put it on the page 
How do they use a lot of the space? So yeah, they're getting they're getting their money's worth. I'll give them that much. Mm. And it's still the early days of layouting. So ninety two didn't really have digital layouting yet. Das Wonder Mega von JVC. Ah uh, yes. I feel like I ah oh, yeah that was like the Sega JVC duo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the uh, Mega Drive and the Mega CD in one device. Nice. But does it play DOS Quest, though? I don't know. That's, uh... <laughs> well, since that's a 64 uh, game. Probably not. It so. might not play DOS Quest. <laughs> you might have to go somewhere else to play that. So I went to Paige. My name is bond my ah, name yes. is my name is bond james bond Page 12 yes mm -hmm. i'm proud of you guys that's that that you know what that actually worked out really well I'm proud of you i didn't think that was gonna translate that well there's certain mm -hmm. there's certain things i just don't think translate well language to language that actually worked out true relatively this well. was a simple enough uh simple enough <laughs> sentence so it can be translated easily. All right. You got some James Bond. Oh, Tasmanian Tasman. Devil. I think I played this as a kid. Yeah. Like I rented it. Because mm -hmm. I wasn't going to buy Sega. I didn't buy games back then. But uh, I, think I, I think I rented this. I don't think I got far, but I rented it. So. I think the Mega Drive version was uh, the better one. As this was on all the Sega systems in different uh, versions, but this one was, I think, the best one. The Game Gear one certainly wasn't. Page 15, <laughs> CD. How would you like some gamers' apparel? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, look. Look, guys. I really doubt you look that cool. <laughs> I'm gonna be really honest with you. I really doubt having like a snapback cap that says gamers on it, a black t shirt. Mm, I'm questioning your coolness. I'm, mm, I'm really, I'm questioning it a lot, guys. You're really pushing Not even the, the dark blue wind jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The dark and then the orange pants. Yeah, like bro, bro, you you bro, you you had like the street appeal and then you wore the orange pants to the photo shoot. Nice. You your your street cred just fucking plummeted. Maybe that was better fitting for the nineties? I don't uh, know. I don't know, dude. If if you grew up or if you grew up in the USA and you were wearing orange pants, I'm pretty sure you caught some looks. Yes. Yeah, probably. Like orange is that was that a thing in Europe? Was that a thing in Germany? Like orange pants? Is that a thing? Not that I remember. Uh, I don't remember. I'm about to Not say maybe maybe that's a thing where you're from. I didn't I don't remember seeing orange pants. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I question that he's as I'm Orange apparel I mostly see with the uh, garbage uh, men, but uh, other than that, not so much. I'm just saying this guy this guy's really trying to sell the look. Like he's, eh, he's, he's, he would have been trying. <laughs> he's really, he's really feeling himself on this picture. And I'm just like, I don't know, uh -huh. dude. I don't know. This is... It's not like their apparel's that special, dude. It's like one word. 
fucking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's not doing it for me, guys. Not doing it for me. Metroid. You're not. You're not. You're not doing it for me in 1993. Just throwing <laughs> it out. Just throwing it out there. All right. What else do we have here? Oh yeah, that Sega Championship. I remember yes. this. Mm-hmm. Get that to, was still ongoing. You get to go to Disney. That's always fun. Uh, that's a big prize. That's a nice prize. You can't. Not everyone. Not, not many people get to go to Disney. It's mm. good. So on page seventy-two, we start to get to the good shit. The reviews. And a talk about the controller. Oh yeah, because Olympic Olympic games, those were big sellers, right? That's yeah, probably. I mean, at the time, yeah, the Olympics was fresh. Which one was? Ah, uh, yes, July ninety-two. Oh fuck, I gotta remember what the review rating, the review thing was. Is it? Um... Yeah. It goes from one as the best mark to six as the worst. Okay. Okay, got it. It's pretty always our school rating. Oh it's wow. All right. A to F, so to speak. Okay. One. Got it. So one's one's the best, uh-huh. six is the worst. Yeah. Got it. Okay, then this then Olympic goal is fucking awesome then, because it... <laughs> Yeah, sports games apparently got pretty good grades. It did well. It did really well. Even the Game Gear version did well. Or Wimbledon for Game Gear did well. That was a two. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> the wrestling game didn't do so well. Yeah, wrestling didn't. You mm, didn't fare too well there, Wrestle War. Uh, didn't fare too well. You didn't. You didn't do all that great. You tried though, and that's all that matters. You tried. Arch rivals. Oh. Huh. Some basketball. It's as if, almost as if we talked about this already today. Yeah. <laughs> arch, arch, arch rivals. That's a, that's a two. That did well. I'm mm-hmm. more surprised Miss Pac-Man did a four, though. Well, I mean, Master yeah, System, but still four. Like, Pac-Man was pretty, like, iconic by the time the 90s hit. Like, I... True, but I think that also means it's pretty old, so the... Oh, the appeal of it is kind of... appeal of it wasn't there that much. Even for Miss Pac-Man, wasn't that, like, the big thing? Like, oh, it's powering, right? That was the... You know what I mean? That was the whole thing about Miss Pac-Man. Wasn't that it? That was it. That was that was the big I one. mean, it was pretty good, but originally it released in 81, so this is kind of a uh, late port. <laughs> late port. And they still want, uh, well, pretty much full price for it. So... Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Um, I mean, they might have uh, made a good port for it, but uh, that port doesn't really have that much to offer. <laughs> it's not exactly up to uh, 92 standards in terms of uh, graphics, sound, gameplay, and all. What the real gamers want is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, on a budget, you might uh, you might get the game, but yeah. I don't think you'd want to still pay full price for that yeah, at no, the no. time. 
Oh, there's a lot of fucking sports yeah. games here today. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Jordan. Sports games have been. Oh, quite... Jordan. Jordan versus Bird. What? This was a video <laughs> game? We're debating this yeah. in 1993? There is no debate. <laughs> Jordan, baby. <laughs> what are we debating right now? <laughs> That was a debate. Somebody somebody looked at Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and legit said, what if we had them play each other in a video game and settle the debate Aww. once and for all? And you know what? Clearly they agree that this debate was stupid because they gave it a four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This debate was fucking stupid. Obviously Jordan yeah. wins. Why are we having <laughs> – I'm not even much of a sports head, right? Like, I don't even care. I cared about sports when I was a kid. And even I tell you, Jordan wins. So, okay. Thank you, Mega Drive, for making me frustrated. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) That's another EA game. Damn. Yeah, I thought you knew better. I'm going to have to send EA a very angry letter. It's EA. (laughs) So, um, well. I'm sending EA a very... I'm going to send EA uh, this uh, PDF and be like, I'm paid such and such. <laughs> you created Jordan versus Bird. I'm holding you accountable for this. I want an explanation. <laughs> Champions of Europe. Oh, three. Okay. Mid- middling. It's middling. Just about average. Hmm. The best. Uh, what do we have here? Ayrton Cena's Super Monaco Grand Prix 2. Oh. Okay. Racing game. You got a uh-huh. 2. Damn. Yeah, that was decent. Okay. Okay. I I believe. Factory yeah, Panic. Still from the time when Ayrton Senna was still alive. Yes. Factory Panic. Also a 3. All right. Um. So... V- Vole seven starts off Simpsons. Vole power V O L L E full power. Full I, I knew it was something like that. Full power. Yeah, full full power. Okay. Full full power. To fit with the racing game show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is that uh is the uh Ayrton Senna's uh, Monaco Grand Prix 2 in this case. True. Full. Yeah, yeah, well. it is. It, looks, it is definitely looks like it. You know, I always it wondered. You know, what I always wondered, CD. Mm? Who, when designed the the Mega Drive, said, "Yeah, we should have a a, a headphone jack on our our video game console." Because that's always been such a weird design choice for like the model ones mm. to have like mm. the headphone jack and the volume control on the console like that. That's such a weird design choice. Like, it's not a bad one. It just I've always been curious about that because like not no one else ever did this thing. No no one else ever did that in the model ones. Like no one else did that with their consoles. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo didn't have an, a, a a headphone jack on the Super NES or the NES, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but Sega was like yeah. Although there was that uh, gamepad for the NES with true the that jack. that had <laughs> that had, I'm I'm more curious how that works because I didn't mm-hmm. know how would I didn't realize that you could get the sound to go through like the controller port. That's yeah, that's a good question. That's a tech. I know it's super technical, but I, I, these mm. type of things make me curious. Yeah, definitely. All right. And put, put, put and put, put and <laughs> mini goal. Put and put. God damn it. 
<laughs> That's not funny, guys. Jesus. Put and putter. Oh, God. All right. Uh, you guys think you're clever. <laughs> Sims. Yeah, just some mini golf. Sims. The Star Simpsons. Oh, so it's like an adventure game, or is it like an act? Hmm. Yeah, this was uh, well, it was you uh, jump and run with uh, some stuff where you had to uh, well, you had to uh, disguise things that ha were of a certain color or certain. Uh, types of things so it was kind of a well they do say a genre action adventure which pretty much fits our right, question page 39 at the top and the, towards the corner mm -hmm. of the screen it says bart s is heart what, what is that mm -hmm. bart is it it is hard it's, a... it's uh <laughs> are they saying the game is hard is that what you're telling me right now like the game is hard well those are tips and tips for the game oh so, all right yeah. so, okay so they're saying the game is hard and here's some tips got it yeah. okay fair enough that's what i thought i Actually, thought that's what it said considering what i remember from the avgn episode <sighs> thank you avgn your contributions to the gaming world has <laughs> given us the the foresight necessary to do this <laughs> Ah, Spider-Man on game. Mm. I got a two. That's really... Wow. That's apparently at the time, these uh, nice interpretations had some decent ones. Space Invaders on the Master Ooh. System. Another one of those uh, very modern titles. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote. Uh huh. So see. Apparently, they... this one at least had some additional stuff in comparison to the arcade version. So every time we do this, every time we do one of these mag these uh, gamers magazine, I feel like the same games keep uh -huh. getting listed on their top five. Mm. But I guess month to month they probably would be. I guess unless something yeah. like really they amazing. They have a few changes in here. They show in the, the small number below the big number shows their previous placement. Wait, so they EA Hockey got games. EA Hockey went from number five to number two. Damn, yeah. that's quite a jump. Yeah, Castle of Illusion went from number went from number two to number four. Fuck. But I mean, Road Rash got on there, which is deserved, I'd say. Oh, Apparently on Game Gear, uh, Shinobi went up from three to two. Ah, that's decent. And Sonic got a new placement as number one on the Master yeah. System. Whether well, it went from two to one. Hmm. Well, looky here, guys. Looky here. Damn. That's interesting to have it listed where it previously was. That's something I never would have thought to do. To be mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, this game jumped from this spot to this spot this this month. Okay, all right. 
I'm down with that. I think at the time this was still two monthly, so yeah, this was uh, the June July issue. At the time, this wasn't the monthly yet. That only starts. Uh, uh, let me check. Uh, Ninety-four. Yeah. So ninety-two and ninety-three. They only had six issues per year. Only six issues per year. Seriously. Well, well, I guess magazine costs, like, you know, putting out a magazine monthly. And at the time, I think uh, not that much happened yet to fill uh, an issue per month. Right. That only came it's not. Time. It's not like our gaming industry now where we have to do the show. We do the show weekly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, there was a time when you only did a show, like, bi-weekly or monthly. We do this shit, like, weekly. Mm -hmm. But we still sometimes don't have enough time. Yeah. Nowadays, they probably could fill one of these magazines uh, twice per month, at yeah. least, if they had the manpower. Yeah, right. And it would, uh, and they had enough paying people for it. So on page forty-five, we got Corona Soft and Accolade. Uh, yes. We got some Star <laughs> fucking Turrican. Mm. Ah, yes. Oh, man, that gets me excited. <laughs> Fucking Turrican. Such a good game. Mm -hmm. You know, if I had but games like... like the design for later Turrican games better in terms of the character. <laughs> yeah. See, some of these some of these box arts suffer the Mega Man problem. They wanted to be uh -huh. like... They wanted to be like really super fucking uh, realistic, right? Yeah. Well, Mega Man had it then way worse. Then you get uh, bad box art Mega Man. <laughs> Right, like they want to be super realistic, but then they realize that like realism with our box art of a cartoon character looks fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. This one I don't know. <laughs> okay, I have a question. So for yes. Turrican, it says, well, is that really $119? It's not really that, right? Well, DM I'm not quite sure what what it was in dollars at the time uh, let's see 1992 uh, let's see if there's a calculator for that ah, here we go hit me cd hit me with your best shot let me check here which what would be it was uh, well you'd have to pay around uh well, zero point seven between zero point seven and zero point six dollars per uh DM. So that would make that one nine times 0 0.7 around 80 bucks let's say okay that that sounds about right dollars that sounds about right dollars yeah because this was before the euro and uh it was well the difference is a bit bigger just there. a bit yeah but cd are you ready for some fucking desert strike Ah, uh, yes. 
I think I played this game as a kid, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did play this game. I think I played this at a friend's house. Yeah. I played the demo version of Desert Strike on the PC at, when I had the when I had my PC in ninety four, ninety five. I had some interesting series, but yeah, I don't think this uh, <laughs> this would get released nowadays. No. No, it wouldn't. Certainly, EA wouldn't release it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. You know, no, EA, EA would uh, run away from this like the plague. Mm-hmm. We got we got some alien syndrome and some Ninja Gaiden on the next pages. Mm-hmm. Certainly a different Ninja Gaiden than the one that's. Uh, yeah, this well, one. This- Famous on the NES. Yeah, this is uh, this is actually spelled correctly. Yeah, I'm going yeah, there. Yeah, I'm going there. I don't care. Yeah, you can sit there and tell me they both spelled it correctly, but it's Gaiden, not Gaiden. Probably doesn't make sense either way, but whatever. It's fine. Oh. These are certainly very different games. Uh, axe battler and pit fighter oh well okay pit fighter yeah i expected a rating like that (laughs) oh i didn't know there was i didn't know there was a game called two crude dudes Uh, is that uh, is that just bad on the nose that title is that is that just two crude what? Two crude dudes. Yeah. Like bad dudes I thought was on the nose. This is just <laughs> Is this the sequel to Bad Dudes? Like they're no longer bad dudes. They're two crude dudes. I don't think so. You know what I mean? And then like after two uh. crude after two crude dudes, they could be like it's three slightly angry dudes. <laughs> That would be funny. Interestingly, the uh, Japanese title is Crude Buster. Crude Buster. Okay, well, you know what? Not every, not, every, not everybody is fit to uh, name a video game. Yeah. Those, uh, those early 90s sentiments, everybody. Yo, I'm not going to lie, though. This uh, pinball game, Dragon's Fury, that shit looks dope. Yeah, yes. That shit looks dope. Yeah, that looks straight up dope. Nice. I would actually play uh-huh. that. Interestingly, in the negatives, they say that the uh, graphics isn't for everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, like the pentagram. Yeah, okay. The, the demons and shit. Yeah, yeah, mainly because of the well, scary. Uh, the spoopy scary graphics aren't for everyone. The spoopy graphics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super, it's super, it's super spoopy. It's, it's mm. ultra, it's uh, dragon spoopy. I love it. Should have released in October. Yeah, that you, dude. They would have, they would have made bank. <laughs> I would have bought it. Yeah. Empire of Steel, huh? That was a fun one. It did. I pretty played well. this one in a store at the time. Oh, okay. Because 
because back at back in the days we they still had demo stations uh in a lot more stores right not just the regular game stores but even other uh stores where you had a video game department as well sort of the toys r us and uh, walmart equivalents that's how i found out about stuff like donkey kong country mm-hmm my local Walmart had a an SNES you could try, mm. and it had and it, some it, of those stores. It I always still remember they they never they never not had Donkey Kong in it though. Like I don't uh, I don't think they ever put any for like the two and for like the two or so years to exchange it for like the two or so years that 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 for the for the few years they had that a demo device there, it was always uh-huh. Donkey Kong. Like it was never not Donkey Kong. Probably didn't have the opportunity to exchange it because through the day probably all the time someone was playing it and after the shop closed no. probably uh, an employee was playing it <laughs> yeah. the other employees trying to exchange it just couldn't all right you just you just can't get in there to fix it or change it out uh, yeah and this one was, from what I remember, on one on one of those demo stations when I was at a store, and it seemed like an interesting game. There were the different, uh, two different uh, types of uh, vehicles that you could select. Mm. Either the small, fast one or the uh, big Zeppelin. All right. That one also got a uh, remake on the 3DS. No joke. Mm. Hell yeah. And page 59, you'll see one of the games that I've been playing a lot. Oh, Air Rescue, obviously. Uh, Yeah, that's 58. I'm talking next page. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh Oh, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy, Dragon's Trap. <laughs> I don't think this is... Yeah, I've never tried... I've always, I always hear about these guys. i never tried any of them. Mm-hmm. Hey, you really should. I really I really should. Maybe not the newer ones. Yeah. That, that are, are, are a friend of mine that you know of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, one, the, the, one mon- the one Wonder Boy game that someone that we both know was like, this game is terrible. It's the worst, the worst thing I've ever ah. played. Ah, no, I think yeah, what you're referring to is the Monster Boy game. Wonder Boy, Monster Boy. Look, there's a lot of dudes. Yeah. Although that game is supposedly very good as well. There's a lot <laughs> of dudes. They're out there. They're out there dealing with monsters yeah. and dragons. I can't mm-hmm. keep them all apart. True that. Although with uh, Wonder Boy Dragon's Trap, uh, you could just get the remake on Steam. Oh, okay. Which is really a very good remake because, for one, uh, it it updates the graphics and the soundtrack nicely, but it keeps pretty much everything else intact. Like even the physics are one to one, the old one, and you can instantly switch from between the old and the new graphics and the old and the new music while playing, just on the key press. <laughs> right. Okay, let's see. What do we have in this one? 
that's notable. Uh, let's see if Devilish on page 63 is a nice, nice, yeah, see, or a nice uh, variation on the breakout principle. Yeah. yeah. This is another one of those games I would have had to work tooth and nail to get my parents to buy me. You have any idea how much work it took me to get my mom to buy me Diablo 2? <laughs> yeah, with that uh, cover. Hmm, yeah. 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 Let me just check if that's the actual cover image. But it probably is cover art. Yeah, that was the the one on at least on the game gear. The one on the let's see, does it show? No. It only shows the Yeah, this probably not that uh, good. Although this is just a dragon, albeit with uh, large teeth. Yeah, this, yeah, this might not have been. <laughs> it's not even a demon or anything, but the title itself is probably more of the deterrent here. Yeah, <laughs> devilish. Yeah, I'd have some. I'd have some mm. difficult time convincing my parent, convincing one of my, well, one of my parents. My dad probably would have bought it for me, anyways. He didn't really care. He was, uh, he was like, "Yeah, it keeps you busy here." <laughs> and we have one of the earlier Dungeons and Dragons titles here. Yeah. Oh, this one looks neat. War Warriors of the Eternal Sun. I love the titles that can come up for these games. Yeah, although at least in this PDF, the contrast for that subtitle. Uh, Mm. Whose idea was it to use yellow there? Uh. I really hope that was better in uh, the print version. Because here it just... Ugh. Yeah, that contrast did not work out in your favor, homie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is a that is a terrible, terrible shade. Of, I mean, I don't think yellow is a great color to use in a lot of cases. Uh -huh. For these sort of things. But especially here on white. Yeah, yellow here is not a very... Uh, not a very good decision to use on white, unless you really, right. really have to. No, I take that back. You just shook. You just fucking shouldn't. Yeah. There's no excuse. Just don't do it. Be smart. Mm -hmm. Do the right thing, people. Don't do it. <laughs> well, let's see. What else is... So, I love tips and tricks sections. Uh-huh. And these tips and tricks sections that they have, especially for, like, Revenge of the Shinobi... I'm pretty someone just like paper pulled out a pen and paper and just drew the shit out. And I kind of appreciate I, that. I really do. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of, I still think that that kind of shows like who these how these people think. Like this is exactly yeah, what a kid would do. dedicated people. This mm -hmm. is what a kid would do. He would pull out a piece of paper yeah. and like map that shit out. Mm -hmm. Respect. Yeah, I, I remember in other magazines they also mapped out uh Stuff for like uh, one of the wizardry titles, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna take some doing. I was about to say, for fucking wizardry, you basically had no fucking choice. Uh, yeah, that's true too. Like a game like wizardry, yo, if you weren't mapping that shit out. Yeah, at the I mean, time there was nothing like auto mapping yet. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't have like an automatic, you know, map that would just fill in for you as you went around. You, if you weren't mapping mm -hmm. that shit out, you were basically lost. Oh, yeah. 
you got lost quickly there. Okay, so, oh, I want to talk about this real quick. So, mm -hmm. page 70, uh, 78. That's such a terrible color to highlight your fucking numbers with. That fucking neon fucking blue. So this is like yeah. an on print. I think that was decent, but yeah, yeah on the scans, it's a bit me. Yeah, so this is like an expansion card. Yeah, the Action Replay Pro is a. That's you a... remember the Game Genie? Oh, it's a Game Genie. Okay, basically, yeah. it's just a. I didn't a, know. I didn't know Sega. In that area. Did mm -hmm. was Game? Yeah, Game Genie went to both Sega and Nintendo, right? I just I remember Game Genie as being so. a Nintendo thing, probably because of the lawsuit, but. Probably, but I think, yeah, you had a Game Genie on Sega systems as well, I think, but the Action Replay Pro also had versions on Nintendo systems. Ah, uh, okay. But I remember them mainly from, uh, well, I had one of these for my Game Gear as well. Believe it or not, I, I think I only owned a Game Shark once in my life. Hmm. That was on the uh, PS1. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, had, I had some fun with my uh, action replay. But like, I didn't... at some time, at some points I cheated, but at some points I also used it to just fuck with the game. Right, but I didn't use mine. This is this is during that time when like, like game codes weren't gonna help me get through the game because if I got lost or didn't understand what I needed to do next, I didn't want to fucking, you know what I mean? Like, cheat yeah, codes. That's true. <laughs> cheat codes. <laughs> cheat, cheat codes aren't. Yeah, cheat codes aren't gonna help me with the problems I usually had. Mm -hmm. Like beating a boss was very rarely my problem, unless I'm playing like Lunar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. At some point, I, I just took to seeing, to seeing how uh, the codes could break the game in various ways. Oh right, and right. You could like create your own with, shit. Mm -hmm. For example, with Heli Wars, it was that I just found out that if I I change, I found out which uh, code I had to input to change to uh, power up my shots. But if I change that additionally to other code to other uh, numbers, I could uh, I could change what my uh, spaceship actually shot as ammo. Oh wow. So you could actually use uh, shots that, like, for example, there is a, a sort of meteorite that shoots past you during the levels that you have to uh, shoot to prevent damage to Earth. And then you could also use that as ammo. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. Although, obviously, those uh, didn't necessarily do that much damage because... The game didn't really know what to do. Yeah, I don't think the game was. I don't think the game was ready for that shit. Yeah, wasn't really prepared. So I, th from what I remember, most of those probably did basic damage. Yeah. <laughs> if at all. Anything else here that really but, catches? Yeah, my... honestly, these these modules are fun. Yeah, I what wish... I really didn't understand in these magazines is something like on page 74. Oh, the hell? See those, the nice to have uh, section. Yeah, because this totally just screams gamer. Yeah. <laughs> like a, um, 
a Fiat Panda tracking car with a price for around 18,000 bucks. Uh, gamer! Who's going to be interested in this? But CD, it's just, it screams gamer. Uh, yeah. Obviously. CD, it screams gamer. This is when you... Mm-hmm. CD, look, when an average person thinks of gamer, they don't think of video games, all right? They think of mm-hmm. celebrities, nice cars, and uh, scooters. And uh, mini scooters, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give them that the, the thing on the right. That at least is uh, related topic-wise. Right. The Mega Arcade console. Was that an actual Although, thing? yeah, you'll you'll definitely not uh, have not you definitely wouldn't have the budget for that on your usual uh, allowance uh, at oh, I don't know 12 13 years or so <laughs> yeah that's that's gonna be beyond a typical budget like uh-huh. like that is 700 that... bucks for the base device with huh. a joy board <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a neo geo budget right there my dude yeah, just about. That's a Neo Geo budget. But see, the thing is, I can kind of justify that because when you think about what a Neo Geo is, eh, eh. it's a, essentially a home arcade. But then, you, like, you look at like the cost of like the like a game, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not just gonna get a garbage game. You're gonna get something worth playing, like fucking uh, Metal Slug or something. So usually, yeah. But obviously, even there, you had your good and your not so good games. Yeah. But yeah, this one. This one had bundles with, uh, for example, Street Fighter Two, for that would be nine hundred and forty nine bucks overall. Oh Jesus! You drop in which is a the solid... base device plus the joy board and the game. You drop, <laughs> you drop in a solid grand. Yeah. but at yeah. least you'd have the arcade version of the game. Yeah, is, you you so... would have the legit version. Yeah. Like, so I guess yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that could be worth it. Yeah, I guess I. I don't know if that would be like, you know, thousand dollars worth it for me. Yeah, definitely, and especially considering that you'd still need uh something to plug this into and uh probably a case. Because if I look at that, that's the uh, the circuit board just like that. So. You'd probably have to have a uh, sort of arcade cabinet, cabinet yeah, custom, you... custom made or one of those. I think we had one shown in one of the in the past magazine, the Electronic Gaming Monthly, for two hundred and fifty bucks or so. Oh wow! So yeah, you're looking at quite the uh, investment. Mm-hmm. Definitely not not something for the teenager at home. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless your parents are like, don't worry, Billy, we'll buy it for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like those kind of parents? Mm-hmm. I grew, yeah, up, I grew, I think... I grew up around those kind of kids, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. There are, some, there are a few of those, but it's still... This page overall still seems really weird. Yeah, out of this entire parents. magazine. At least they only did it for, like, one page, though. Yeah. 
At least, at least they were like aware enough. You know what I mean? Like they weren't, they weren't like G four tech TV unaware. Where it's like the further things went, the less they did for gaming, and it mm-hmm. just became this weird TV, this weird TV channel. Uh huh. All right. Anything else that catches your eye aside from this weird last page advertisement for the Olympic gold with uh, uh, yes. Coca Cola? <laughs> well, Coca Cola has always been that. Barcelona, nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, don't think much else in this magazine. Not much else jumps to mind. The <sighs> games were the most content in this one, which is good. I, I would expect that from a yeah. magazine called a uh, gamer. Gamer. You know what I mean? Like if it if 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 it was like other things, then I might be a little concerned about like why did you make this magazine for? Mm-hmm. Why does this magazine exist? What were you thinking? What was going through your head? Can we have an explanation? This was a decent month, decent two months in terms of game titles. I'll yeah, say. I think they did pretty well. All right. Anyways, everybody, as always, if you want to find all of our lovely podcasting content, links to all of our stories and whatever other wackiness we come up with every week, feel free to find it at cbcast.walkinshadows. If you want to take a look at our written work whenever we happen to do some, feel free to check that out at blog.walkinshadows. As always, all three of us can be found on Twitter at colddeath. As always, at Rezobasso for myself, and when she is around, and able at Lady underscore Sugarcube. And if you're interested, feel free to look me up on YouTube as well. My name is, as always, Rezobasso. Pretty easy to find me. You can't miss me. I mean, maybe you can. It's possible. But I doubt it. I'm like the only one named Rezobasso. You, you, you know, Looking for that title, you'd have to make an effort to miss that. Yeah. Did you? So it's funny because one of the things I noticed when I came back was people were like, I can't believe you got your name back. Because there huh? was a period of time where if you closed your account on YouTube, you could not get that your original name back. Oh, interesting. So when I came back, I tried you know, my. I created my account and then you have to like go on like this Google plus like service and then come up with a name for yourself. And it would name you that on mm-hmm. YouTube. Cause like Google plus technically still exists. I think I, I think uh, they pretty much show, sh- shut it down. So it's, it's sort of like Google plus it's weird. Cause it's, you have to like go on. It's basically Google plus you, you go onto your name and then you click on change and you click on it and then it takes you to basically Google plus where you set a name for yourself, but it's uh-huh. not Google plus. It's really weird. I'm pretty sure Google plus is gone because that was a dumpster fire all in of itself of a social network. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let me take Rezo Basso. Let me take Rezo Basso back. So I was like, oh shit. And that's that's led to all kinds of fun conversations with people, such as, wait, I thought you left like ten years ago. What? <laughs> like no, most that's ten years ago. Yeah, most people who look me up were like, dude, you disappeared. And then I go, I search your name for giggles, and boom, there you are. It's like, <laughs> it's like, how long have you been? I mean, yeah, it, it also led to some confusion because the account I'm using is an account I've been using for like YouTube viewing since 2016. Ah. 
uh-huh. which has now led to confusion amongst people who find me because they're like, wait, but you closed your account down before 2016. This account says you've been around since 2016. I'm like, yeah, long story, dude. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long, you're thinking way too hard about this, guys. Mm-hmm. Way too hard about this. This is not that complicated. Please don't, don't put more thought into this than I did. Don't do that. It's not worth it. You're just going to hurt yourself or you're going to hurt me. Don't do it. So Ooh. so as always, everybody, I hope you all have a fantastic week. Jennifer should be back, maybe, hopefully, next week. I hope. Never Let's know. see which, if we'll uh, be there, all three, or if uh, another two-person constellation will be. You never, I'll, I have, to, che- I have to check my uh, tea leaves. I'm looking. Uh, I'll have to pull a uh, as, dead, deadly premonition. Look into my coffee. As long as we don't have to check a Ouija board. Yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, have a fantastic week, and we will see you guys next time. So yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode of the Caffeinated Banter Cast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out some specific topics we talked about on the show, you can always follow the links in the description. Speaking of following, why not also visit the website dedicated to the podcast cbcast.walkandshadows.com. Anything we cannot cover in the podcast or simply want to write about can be found on blog.walkinshadows.com It's worth a look. You are also more than welcome to contact us on Twitter. My favorite main host, Rezobasso, can be found there as at Rezobasso. The other 50% German besides me of the caffeinated bantercast called Death can be found on Twitter as at colddeath. Last but hopefully not least, the right account from me is at lady underscore sugarcube and yeah i'm still hoping to get rid of the underscore someday see you on the next episode bye